to the latest episode of the Off Air Podcast. I am Chris Thomas, joined as always by my fellow 92.9 The Game producer, Steve Gagliano. Steve, it's interesting how things work in this town um, with our first topic today. Uh, The Hawks are really, really good. And we have the games on 92.9 The Game, which is awesome. And it's been really fun since I moved here at the end of 2020. They've basically been really relevant and really good. But when the Falcons are even a semblance of competitive, it is all Falcons all the time. Um, I've, I'm really noticing that for the first time this season as the Falcons were... Hmm, on the cusp of being competitive the past couple seasons. Last season, I don't think anyone expected seven wins, but it wasn't really thought of as uh, a chance to make the playoffs or anything like that, and people kind of realized Matt Ryan's time here was winding down. So I thought we'd start the show off today just kind of looking at our audience and being like, so football really is this popular, huh, guys? Yeah, I I think it's an interesting portion of it because I think the fact that the Falcons play one day a week makes it so that you can truly focus in on a Falcons game and kind of know everything there is to know about it. With the NBA, and this is part of the thing during baseball season too and why a lot of people aren't, you know, fully in on the 162 in the postseason – is because it's so much harder to devote that much of your time and that much of your energy to a sport where there are games, you know, three, sometimes four days a week, because, you know, you have work, you have family, you have other obligations, but on Sunday afternoon, or as we saw last week on a Thursday night, you can say, I'm going to devote all of my time to paying attention to this one specific game and then kind of talk about it and think about it in the week leading up. That's kind of why I feel like that might be the case. Uh, Yeah. For some of us, a lot of us, unfortunately have to watch the one primetime game uh, (laughs) as ugly as that one turned out being. Um, So from a show planning inside radio perspective, um, I think it's interesting how we plan our shows and how we plan our week. Uh, For instance, today, being Wednesday, uh, the, this episode will drop on Thursday. Uh, Dukes and Bell are at State Farm Arena uh, because the Hawks are welcoming in the first place Boston Celtics, and it's a battle of uh, two of the, you know, either the two best teams or if you want to include Milwaukee in there, two out of the three best teams in the East. And uh, we're making a spectacle of it. We're having Carl and Mike there to greet the fans as they come in and do the radio show. And, uh, you know, yesterday Nate McMillan was on the radio station and uh, the GM Landry Fields was on the radio station. So we're certainly giving the Hawks their due and we're certainly, you know, keeping um, the relationship with the team that we have and keeping the relationship between the fans and the team that we have uh, a huge priority throughout the regular season and the playoffs. But um, as soon as 
anything comes down with the Falcons, that's where the shift and the focus goes to. We had yet another day, Steve, yesterday where the main conversation remains, what are the Falcons doing at quarterback? It's amazing. And that's even after Arthur Smith came out and essentially said there is no quarterback controversy. He used the word situation because I think that was in the question that was asked of him. So, yeah, it's one of those things. It's not going to go away, even if the coach comes out and says that this conversation isn't happening. It's one that fans want to have. And as we talked about on the last episode, it's one that, you know, is warranted after what happened last week. Now, if the same thing happens again this Sunday against the Bears, as we saw it against the Panthers, that's only going to, you know, ramp up even further, if that's even possible. Uh, yeah, and the other thing, too, that's interesting to keep in mind is uh, what the Braves are going to be doing this offseason. That, that I think, is the only thing in this in this city that can rival uh, what the Falcons are doing, uh, as long as they remain relevant. I think if the Falcons fall out of it after the next three weeks, uh, the focus will shift back to the Hawks and then the Braves offseason being the main topics of conversation because um, – you know, it's too early to start thinking about what the Falcons would do at the draft and all that kind of stuff. So as long as the Falcons are relevant, they'll be the number one topic. But, um, you know, even the Braves making some minor transactions over the past couple of days have think are are bringing us to start to talk about the bigger picture items in a snowball effect. Does anybody care about Jackson Stevens? No, but then it allows you to start to talk about the chess pieces that are being put into place to get you to the to the conversation about Dansby Swanson are they going to add a starter and that that sort of stuff is starting to rear its head and pop up too not as important and not as frequently discussed as the NFL on the air but it's important as well because Braves country is is strong and then then you have the dogs and and the dogs are an interesting case because as good as they are what, there's not a ton necessarily to talk about. Right. Until you hit the, until you get to the playoff, I think Georgia's right. destiny at this point is kind of, you know, well-written in stone of where they're headed this season. Once yeah. you, again, once you hit the playoff, that's where the conversation starts for them. But for right now, is anybody worried about the Kentucky game this weekend? Is anybody worried about them facing Georgia tech next weekend? Like, I don't think that's really getting a rise out of people right now. No, and and we've talked about it, and Kirby said a couple, you know, of his usual downplaying how good they are kind of quotes that we've played the sound bites of on the show and stuff like that, and you know, praising Will Levis for the type of athlete that he is and the type of arm that he has, and doing everything in his power to make it seem like you know they have a true test coming up with them. But what did Georgia beat Vanderbilt by? What was that? Something 48, nothing, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, some, somewhere around there. Yeah, the fact that that Vanderbilt team beat Kentucky tells you all you need to know about the Georgia-Kentucky yeah. matchup this weekend. I don't care if it's on the road for Georgia. It It is not anything that people need to concern themselves with. So that's what makes it different between the Fal- – like the Falcons every week, there's just so much to digest because the opponents are so different and – each there, there's never almost never with the state of the Falcons. Cause they're 
they're an average to slightly above average team at best. So the talent gap is always going to be close enough that there's interesting things to break down positionally between players and coaches and, and what favors who in, in each matchup. But for the dogs, it's like, they're going to just maul you and it's going to be, you know, the the Missouri game being the outlier for the season, they're just going to roll you over. So as good as they are, it doesn't make for compelling sports talk radio. I mean, we do our dog report every day and we give you the injuries and we give you what Kirby's saying and what the opposing team's saying. And we make our predictions every Friday, but uh, it just, uh, you know, it's not like we're all sitting there sweating as uh, kickoff happens, and actually, funnily enough, we'll be on the air for kickoff on uh, Saturday, me and you. That's right. Yes, a nice uh, weekend tease. Is it going to be a little weird for you after doing the podcast with me now for a couple of months, being on the air as the producer? I think so. Maybe a little bit, but we'll get through it. We've got four hours to get through it, so I won't, yeah, we got, I won't be in my feelings too much. Yeah, we got the we got the full four this weekend, so that'll be exciting for anyone listening to this uh, Steve and I are doing a show 92.9 the game um, me and him I'm hosting he's producing um, barring a last second change there's a small chance I think Bo may join us but he has not indicated to me as of yet and it is Wednesday and I have planned most of the show already so um, he's always yeah, welcome to yeah. join we we always want but say, we, like in the in the NFL there's like a practice day where if they don't practice by this day it's not happening so you got to right. set that day for Bo. I know he is in upper management but you got to set the tone there. Exactly. It just it's just during football season it's touch and go with with the Squid Nation because he's always got stuff to do for the Falcons and then Saturday if it's a home game becomes really his only day off for the week so he's like do I want to host a four-hour radio show? Sometimes he does, and sometimes he doesn't. I let him make that choice. But regardless, we'll we'll take the people through their Saturday afternoon. 